Hello and welcome everyone. This is the first episode of the Bong Adda. To all the new listeners, thank you so much for giving us a chance. This is going to be a Banglish podcast. Banglish as in Bangla and English. What is the Bong Adda? Bong is the short form for Bangali and Adda is if you step a foot inside Bangladesh or West Bengal you will know that Adda is the sustenance of life it's every kind of chorcha discussion where a group of friends sit down and chill out for the day and since this is covid we have all been locked up in our rooms since eternity and decided that instead of spending hours and hours yapping to each other over the phone we might as well share our conversation with the world I am Brishti and I am one of the trio involved in this podcast. Good day, good day, good day. I am Surzayan, but for this podcast, my alias is going to be Akash. I am one of the three anchors of the Bangladesh. Hi everyone. I'm Meg from India, completely unpredictable as a cloud and definitely a bomb from Kolkata. I'm here along with Brishti and Akash to share our lives. I hope we all can enjoy this new horizon and we can get to know each other well and uh, to say more about myself as i said earlier i'm unpredictable i try to do a lot of things but you can say that i'm jack of all trade but master of none and you will get to know more of it later on so the beauty of this podcast is that prottekta episode shathe with each episode we will be discussing about one aspect of life from politics to film fashion to food we'll talk about anything and everything under the sun so today's topic is introduced by our dearest meg a topic which is very close to my heart and i guess everyone jara ache prottekke can relate to it because i guess we all are going through a hard time so the topic is hardship hardship uh, you can say it, it is a condition that is difficult to endure something hard to share or as a deprivation lack of comfort or constant toil or danger this is more a situation where life gets difficult or unpleasant be it any situation like losing a job uh, permanent losses in your life relationship or the life in general everyone faces hardship in daily life and that's a fact but there are hardship which uh, helps people to grow and learn as well it is critical to survive the hardship as they can lead to destruction to get out of hardship one needs to be mentally tough for sure and hardship at times can really get the best out of you or can really put you down and sometimes uh, i've noticed that winners are born in hardship so this was the topic and i guess if i have to share about my hardship Uh, as i said <clears throat> life was not easy for me uh from the very childhood i would say uh as i said i was unpredictable i'm still unpredictable and uh, what do i say uh if i had to say about my hardship maybe it would take months and which is not good for the podcast for the first time first time so let's just sum it up sum it up i would say my hardship started when i was around the 19 just getting out of schools i was so immature i fell in love i got married and then the real hardship started because i was not responsible enough that time and then you know all the hard things be corrupt poor bower my that additional pressure uh, you are not earning but you need to take responsibilities 
but you are young at the same time. So a lot of problems, a lot of problems when your wife is also young, you want to live life, but you don't have the money to do it. You have big dreams, but you don't have the education or anything to support that kind of dreams. And uh, all of a sudden the entire life that uh, you have dreamt to live off becomes a nightmare. Exactly the same thing happened for me. I never realized. And I just tried to run from the reality that time. I realized that today, just pala the chinam. And I mean, there are many more people who have opted for drugs or any other thing to just run away from the reality. I would say I was a coward. Just couldn't face the world, couldn't face the reality. So I started using drugs. I thought that drugs would give me the freedom I needed, the peace I needed, but it was not long term. But you can mark on my mother, it was not long term. I mean, just for an example, I'm at a tension So I thought, let's consume drugs and it would make my job easier. But later I felt I just wasted my time using drugs because uh, the time which I could have utilized to study has already been wasted and nothing else happened. I got high for sure, but I lost the time which I could have utilized to prepare myself for the exams. So this was a small incident, but like this, everything was slowly going away, fading away from my life. I loved uh, playing sports that was going away because of drugs. Uh, I definitely loved my wife, but the relationship was not shaping up quite well. My parents was uh, were going up. So the difficulties, I don't know, it was because of my thoughts, because of my drugs, because of my bad habits, whatever it was, but it was hard, it was tough. But still, I was going on with my life and there came a stage where my daughter came into the picture, she was born and all of a sudden where my wife was not bothered about my addiction, See, why drugs, you have to leave drugs. And this on and off fight or the battle against drug was going on, going on for a good 10 to 12 years when my daughter was born. And the hardship increased even more because I was not able to take the responsibilities. One thing addiction has done to me is taking away the responsibilities all the common sense, general knowledge. Everything was related to addiction. The entire focus changed. There have been incidences or my wife is not feeling well. So instead of taking care of them, I was busy looking for drugs and I was losing job at the same time. I was not settled. So I had I needed to arrange the money to use my drugs. So all the wrongdoing started stealing things or manipulating others, taking loans from people. Make me alone. I was completely isolated from my family, from myself, from the world. And I was living in my own life. So now, that time I didn't realize, but today I realized that was really hard. And finally, I guess uh, the hardship of life came 
when all of a sudden my daughter fell sick and then uh, she was uh, diagnosed with a disease and uh, because of wrong treatment, I would say, she lost her life. And my life was upside down because then uh, the relationship with my wife was also not in a good shape. So this became a reason where we got separated. And uh, this hardship I could have used to change myself, to get out of my addiction and to understand where it can take me. But uh, I fell there as well. We got separated. Uh, so now here was a man who had dreams, who got it all. I had a wife, I had a daughter, a beautiful family, but because of addiction, everything started fading away. So this is just a part of my hardship. And uh, I did overcome it. I would come back to it later, but maybe uh, Brishti and Akash would like to add something on it. I think one of the most difficult thing about hardship is to address that we are going through a hardship. So I am indefinitely grateful to Meg that he's chosen to share this part of his life, not just with me and you, but with the whole wide world. I think we all seem to have a similar age from which hardship begins. Because for me, hardship also started at 19. But it was for a very different uh, reason. So I've at least thought that I'm the golden girl of my family. So there are certain expectations, a level of per- perfection that I always wanted to achieve. That, and I achieved it. That's there. Academically being the brightest, uh, making sure that... I still remember at the age of 13, I had a set plan of my life until I was 35 that I would go to Harvard, I would become a pediatrician and I would have a dog and I would have everything ready. And then by the time I was finishing up school, I realized what I wanted to do in my life was very different from what I'm actually skilled at. So I took the very Bollywood shift of changing my career path and uh, following films instead of medicine. Now, the thing is that as someone who's always lived her life as a sort of a fairy tale, because I've literally always seen myself as the heroine of my life. Though in my eyes, I felt like I was achieving the dream. This is it. Ama Kenya, there will be biopics because I'm going through that Ranbir Kapoor-esque phase of Yejavani, Hediwani, backpack kore, college ami majrastai shift kore. I appeared at what you would say is the end credit of the film, that yes, she shifted her path, her family accepted her dreams. I have my brother and my mother supporting me endlessly and that's it. The fact that you can achieve at what you think is your dream and be left with nothing. Our end goal was to be in a film school. Tana Hana Tana Golpo Kara, Niger portfolio, Banano, Luke Chupi Golpo Lekha. I have done everything. I, and I'm, I tell people that yes, I dropped out from college in two years to go to another university. I have lived on my, I have lived alone without any help. And I'm like, I have a good story. But in real life, I suddenly reached in a place where there were 
thousands of people who have the dream like me and i was average and i didn't know how to deal with that i didn't know how to deal with being average i didn't know how to deal with being isolated where all my life i've only ever geared myself to achieve a kind of success my identity was being successful i had issues with the way i looked i had issues with my body image i did not like myself and my only pride was my my, my success which is academic success and now when i reached a place where everybody else has has the credentials that i do everyone else is just as educated as me everyone else has achieved that grade that in high school that i did i felt like i don't know myself and i felt like this is supposed to be my happily ever after kintu it's kind of turning into a nightmare where i'm putting my best and what i'm getting is nothing and i thought that rata rati i will be signed up for films like literally there was one part of my brain that thought that karan johar will fly down to boston and he'll be like oh you're from boston university one of the most reputed colleges in america lo chalo come to mumbai with me nothing like that happened i graduated and i was out of work for a year and the thing is that i take a lot of pride of never causing any trouble to my family and that was my undoing i never learned the habit to cry ask for help or break down in front of them and the one and the few times that i would i would be burdened with such guilt that i have burdened them with my problems that i would move into a into a depressive phase that oh no the people who love me they know i am sad and they are hurt because of that i never learned i never got that habit of telling anyone that i need help or telling anyone that hey my life is actually not going well i am i am in between i am a mess i don't know i'm not the perfect girl that i was and i don't think my dreams are taking me anywhere and i was in i still am in this certain sense cyclical sense of guilt where i would avoid talking to people because i have not done the work they expected or i would stay up at night barely i i stopped sleeping i stopped eating because in my eyes it felt like a book i felt like a book that was never completed and it's very strange because on the surface level things seem to be going well i seem to be living and handling myself well enough at nutun deshe and logra amake bole je ami independent ami kore khitte perechi kintu shotti kore if you look at my life then i am an unemployed woman with an extremely expensive degree doing nothing in a foreign land and that really does not sound like a chapter in the book that i had written for myself now talking about the brother who supported me endlessly through my dreams and jake dekhe i was motivated to go into my path of filmmaking is akash you say motivated well that's interesting cuz somebody should only be motivated from somebody who is inspiring i mean it's funny because jokhon i hear both of the stories it's so difficult and so different in terms of perspective that it also makes me realize one thing that i have always had such an interestingly weird concept of success now that i am reaching a specific 
point in my life, 30 years, I just realized that when I was 10 years before, the expectations that I had with myself versus now is so much different. When I was younger, at 19, close to 17, the aspirations were never to become where I am. Definitely, where I am today is a much better place. But I feel sometimes looking back that it could have been earlier. And the only reason I feel that it did not happen earlier was myself and nobody else. Because I have always been the enemy in my head comparing myself with people around me even when nobody was comparing me with myself. Whether it was my school peers, whether it was social media influencers, whether it was anybody else. I mean, I should have been a YouTube influencer even before YouTube influencing was a thing, but I didn't want to do it. Maybe it was pomp, maybe it was laziness, maybe it was procrastination, but this is not hardship. This is, this is just the concept of me not taking up steps. There is a nice quotation, which I feel really resonates with what I feel that makes sense that is, thinking something does not make it true and wanting something does not make it real by Michelle Hodkin. I feel that's something that really etched a really deep craving in my head because when I was in my early 20s, I had these ludicrous dreams and crazy ideas of having a billion dollar house or a million dollar house in Sunset Boulevard and doing crazy things. But as I'm coming to... 30 and I'm realizing that I don't have that I'm not dying at 30 but I'm getting liberated I do feel sometimes that I'm comparing myself with younger people and I feel like I'm overburning myself but sometimes that that comparison really does eat up inside it does then come to a sense of understanding that what is hardship is it failing because I have always been the bottom feeder in terms of academics or in terms of not, not to say that I've failed, but I've never aspired for grades, but neither did I ever want to do anything more. But I always did want to do something that was different. But in the pursuit of doing something different, I just ended up having false pomp that I never actually created something substantial. And I feel that is where my hardship lies more than failure is in the inability to do something for a whole decade where I see people around me having succeeded in so many different aspects. Perhaps I'm still comparing myself, which still is my biggest enemy, but that's something that I'm still working on. I mean, when you look back, you realize that hardship can be a part of success, but when you're going through it, it really can bring, bring one down. Hearing both of you, I also feel that it's at certain points in your life, like even last year with COVID, for me specifically, after coming out of photography school and after switching from a business school and after doing all these switches and flops and flips and flops, I started questioning myself, like, am I even doing the right thing or am I just confused and just going wishy-washy everywhere? I was, I was just like, what am I doing? I did FaceTime photo shoots and I, then I look at young people just doing things. And then 
I started taking it inside me and stopping to compare myself with influencers and taking a break from social media just to assess and reassess myself and just declutter myself from the noise. I feel for me, my hardship is the enemy inside my head. And that person always tells me that I'm not the best and that there is always somebody else out there who might be better than me. And that person is always younger than me. So I always feel like I need to work like way better because there's somebody who's younger than me or maybe better than me. And even if I get the best photograph, that's why I never feel my photographs are ever the best. I think, yeah, with that, I would want to just give it to Meg. I want to ask from hardship, how do you, apart from the fact of overcome, how do you really feel hardship makes a person? Yeah, Akash, just listening to you and uh, Christy talking about hardship, I realized something. As you said, you said it very right that uh, hardship is actually nothing uh, apart from your thoughts. It is your thoughts which lets you down. And it is a normal tendency of, of every human being. When, uh, whenever, you are, you, whenever you feel down, when you're, whenever you feel you are out, you just start giving up on life. But one needs to remember that you've got nothing to lose. Means if you're in a game, nothing goes in vain. If you win, you can guide others. If you lose, you have something to learn from it. So if you can take it in a positive way, hardship is nothing. Means uh, it is just a hurdle in your thoughts. It is you who can bring yourself down. Nobody else can. If you feel comfortable, if you are all right with yourself. Nothing is wrong. See, if challenges would be there in life, but it matters when you overcome them with a smile. It's very easy to give up, but it's hard to survive. So it's your thoughts. You, you, you need to be mentally tough to face the situation. You cannot run from the reality. It's a fact. You need to accept the life as it is, as the people have accepted you as you are. You need to accept them. You need to start complaining. You need to start. You cannot condemn people. You cannot complain about things. Stop doing these things. I guess these are the things uh, which really bring in disturbances. Like if I keep really high expectations from myself, that would bring me down because setting realistic goals, thinking realistically, thinking about life in a positive way is what matters because If we think we are powerless, we are powerless over people, we are powerless over places, we are powerless over circumstances. So why to worry about them? We are only powerful over our own actions, what we can do about them. So let's focus on what we can do to make things better rather than worrying or complaining. We cannot change them, right? We cannot change them. We can change ourselves. We'll just make sure at the end of the day, we'll ask to ourselves that, are we doing it right? Are we doing it the right way? And if we are doing it, we can pat on our back and say, yes, job, job done. That's it. Find happiness in small things in life. I'm okay. And it's not required that I need to have a big mansion with a swimming pool, maybe driving a Lamborghini or a Bugatti. 
I can be happy in a small two BHK flat with no cars at all, availing the public transport, but still the best position I think I could have is a smile on my face. That is what matters. Money won't matter if I'm physically or mentally not well and uh, someone comes and offers me that here is your pass to go around the world. If I'm physically unfit, if I'm mentally not happy, I cannot enjoy the trip. Neither can I enjoy a bungalow. Neither can I enjoy a fast super sports car. If I'm mentally not, not that strong, if I'm physically not that good, everything is baseless. So it is our thoughts. And the best thing is, I guess, from where I took a turn is, somewhere I felt that I was losing acceptance. I was unable to accept myself. I was unable to accept the peoples around me. I was unable to accept my life. And I had no patience as well. I needed it fast. So I kept on switching things. So let's try this. So let's try that. And there was hardly an intolerance level. I couldn't tolerate anything. People talking about me rather than taking is as a criticism, a proper way, in a positive way. I need to think about it because any criticism is an opportunity for growth. I'm taking it on an other way. As Akash was saying, yeah, it's good. I'm comparing myself. So let's take it as a critic and take it as an opportunity to grow. I'm going to get sheet, but she can get a I think this, I'm John Bolchin, I'm action is what we can do. And action is truly a magical thing because you start with a thought. So if you think positive, your actions would be positive. Whereas on the same side, if you think negative, your actions are bound to be negative. So start thinking positive. Even you're in your hardship, always remember it's your thoughts which can lead you down. So start taking positive actions. Don't think too much on the negative things. That's what I'm trying to do. Because if you see, one can have a good box and a bad box. Bad box contains all the bad things and the good box, all the good things. So if you keep looking on the bad box that what I have lost or what my hardships were, it would be very difficult to focus on the good things that you still have in your life, the opportunities that still have. At one point of time, our hollow box, our good box, that would turn into a bad box as well. So what? It's past. I cannot change that, right? So let's focus on what we have, what I have in my hand. Let's work on it. Let's make the best out of it. And happiness is not about big things, big parties, big houses, big trips. You can even be happy over a cup of tea with a person you love. It's just about spending quality time and uh, regarding achievements in life, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether I've reached the top or not. It is an inner satisfaction that whether I'm doing the thing which makes me happy, if I am happy with it, everything is good. At the end of the day, when I'm going to sleep, there should be a smile on my face and I wake up bright in the morning with a smile. That is what matters. Hardship is also an opportunity to grow. So take this as an opportunity. It's never too late. Start now.
আমার হেল্প দরকার I am feeling low. Like I have, because uh, there's also this sense of positive toxicity, right? Where even sometimes being extremely happy to cover your um, negative emotions, to run away from your negative emotions, that's also problematic. So I think the biggest turn when it comes to overcoming hardship is to acknowledge that you are suffering through hardship. And it's okay. Like if you break a leg, you sit at home. you relax you let the leg heal and i think that's what worked i mean <laughs> this is not a pehle main aisa tha aur phir main aisa hu kind of a thing and i'm still working i'm still in the phase of of fixing things but that it's okay to it's okay to suffer it's okay to cry there are many people who are crying there are many people who are having a terrible day and understand where your problem is are you running away from reality then see what part of reality you can face see how you can take a step i think the most uh, the thing that struck me the most is to realize where you have control you don't have control over time or circumstances but you definitely have control over your your own actions and our mind is indeed our biggest enemy but with help our mind can also be our biggest friend so i think what really worked is for me is i write things down so i wrote things down or what what do i where do i want to make a difference in my life what change do i want to see yes i'm crying that things not things are not working out so what is my ideal life what can i do to change it i think the biggest problem for me was that i saw my end goal of what i think if my hardship is over then this is how i will look like like if my hardship is over i am a film director i know my hardship is over when i have a bikini body i know my hardship is over when i'm loved by 5 billion people but i think what a lot of us don't recognize is that you need to take the baby step you don't have to imagine yourself at the end goal to realize your hardship is over I think your journey of breaking your hardship starts with the first step that you take that is the most difficult step. And I think that begins with if you want to be a film director if you want to be in the industry you take your first little step in doing so. Make yourself visible on on social media platforms. Apply for jobs that you think are rele- relevant. Like it's either like all or nothing. and that is a very toxic idea that either you are completely perfect or you're completely flawed i think what works best is that you're like ha that's true today i'm feeling like trash i will sleep i will get up in the morning i will try to do one thing that works for me and actually and, and then i'll get into the habit of waking up every day and taking that one step where i feel like okay i'm overcoming my hardship by eight. act a parthokko maybe today i'm not going to eat something that 
like not eat sugar because that contributes to like you know unhealthy body weight or today today is one day where i'm going to make that one phone call to a person or that one day where i'm going to make when i'm going to take up my project but i think what really worked is you see your hardship acknowledge it and take the first step in overcoming it because you assess as to what is in control and what isn't very rightly said jogon suchina when i was hearing to you i just felt that hardship is very necessary in our life because i was thinking all the innovation that took place all came out of hardships if there was no darkness the value of light would be zero if there was no black what would white do if you see all the innovations be it a telephone be it a television shop kichu kintu kono na kono hardship theke eshe karona karo ekta hardship theke she face koreche so hardship is necessary because if we don't face hardships in life how would we value our success shop kichu jodi ara flawless bhabe pejetam jeta chaichi i want to be a superstar the next morning i'm a superstar without struggle without hardship wouldn't be of the same value when i earn it when i go through the hardships when it teaches me the things i learn in the process that what makes you strong so it's very necessary so as you said it is very important to realize that yes there is a hardship and you can take it as a challenge that yeah there is a hardship i know there is a hurdle to my goal but i need to overcome it to reach my goal it's easy to give up because normal tendency is to run away but it's hard to face the problem because the path is unknown we rasta ram jina palano rasta ram jani that's the shortcut but to achieve something to put in the hard work is something we have never done so sei jinish ta kora uchit ebong if you go on a spiritual or on the spiritual side of it if you truly believe in god just believe that whatever is happening is happening for a reason whatever is going to happen that will also happen for a reason tumi jodi kono kichu pete chao you need to pay a price for it and emni emni kono kichu paoa jana we cannot get anything precious for free bhagwan sar samay eta porikha kore dekhe je ami jake ei jinish ta dicchi whether he or she is deserving so these are all small exams you can take it that god is taking an exam from us So, if I fail, I don't deserve. If I'm able to overcome, I deserve my dreams. If you are in pain in hardships, if you're going through a pain, you think, "Oh my God, this is a pain. I'm going to give up." Always remember the thing I heard somewhere: to get out of any pain, you need to go through some more pain. So, bring up your tolerance level high. Accept the things. and try to change it don't just give up be thankful to the hardship that it's teaching you every day it is giving you the oil to run the car kon uta jodi na thakto if you don't have the fuel how do you run the car there is a fuel to your engine so take it positively and just keep on moving keep on moving don't don't stop never give up in the meanwhile when uh, me and brishti were busy discussing the sky has gone dull is nowhere let's bring him in come on where is akash come in come in moy <laughs> i mean a shop kitchen sonar pura i was just thinking like 
I, I just I just went into a trance and I think the silence was kind of uh, uh, necessary. But uh, yeah, with the whole idea of escapism or escaping from hardship and uh, not wanting to face it or having a different kind of a fantasy that we are all trying to reach, whatever the kind of fantasy we had, I feel like we should less blame it on the society and maybe just try to construct on ourselves that it is okay to have these fantasies, but it is not okay to get super crazy and obsessed with it. So much so that you feel like you need it instantaneously, like how perfectly put by Meg. This really great quotation by Abraham Lincoln said, you cannot escape the responsibility of tomorrow by evading it today. I think, and I'm seeing this as a trend, I don't know if this is from all millennials, but we are millennials in three different specters of our um, points, the young millennial an older millennial and the middle millennial. And I see all of us have this kind of a very weird but interesting thing that we all have kind of wanted to escape something in any different kind of sphere in order to get something else. But I feel like if we all just embraced what we have and also accept the discomfort and really face it head on, whether it is making a vlog, whether it is cooking, whether it is doing something crazy, something uncomprehensible, we should, because like even again, I'm gonna take Meg on this because he's, he's just, he was on fire today. He was just amazing. <laughs> but he mentioned another thing about how through hardship comes growth through hardship comes any kind of success about the tunnel. It is actually true. I mean, if you look at nature also, if there wasn't a black hole, there wouldn't have been a universe. If there wasn't a caterpillar, you wouldn't have a butterfly. So, I mean, if nature has hardships and if nature can pursue through that, I think we are just maybe a little bit impatient with our hardships sometimes. And at least for me, I feel, and I don't know about you guys, but I feel, I might just be a tad bit too impatient because if I want something, I expect it to be in instantaneous. Like say for an example, if I want to get YouTube or something like that, I want it instantaneous. But reality that doesn't happen like that. I mean, everything in life takes process. Like we weren't born in a day. We were all, we all grew up over a period of time. So I feel like that's something that we should take and really embrace hardship, like really, Almost like a almost like a friend, because ever since even when I grew up, I always felt like hardship is something to look down upon, a taboo, something that's not good, like failure is really bad, even in school, even in society. Oh, you're not making this much, or you're not doing this for whatever whatever uh, different spheres we are in. That doesn't have to happen. I mean, it's okay to fail. I mean, Steve Jobs said, and I'm going to rephrase with the discussion that's happening today. It's like, you don't connect the dots moving forward, but you connect the dots looking backwards. It would definitely make sense. So whenever we feel like we are going through some kind of a hardship, it's, it's just a process or more like a speed bump. And with that, I would want to just point out at Brishti and say something that when we talk about hardship and escaping and the fantasy. How do you think you could say that hardship could become 
a part of one person's life without having to have so much of an overwhelming feeling because and hold up because Meg and you both of you have said such deep things about hardship and even me we all have felt this overwhelming heaviness but how how would you tell me or anybody else to embrace it without having to feel that overwhelmingness prishti i think what's incredibly important is to see what's overwhelming you i think the most important part in overcoming hardship is to recognize yourself understanding what is the thing in this in this process of hardship what what's the thing that's overwhelming you what's the thing that is making you suffer the most is it your thought is it another person is it a situation you don't want to conf- confront because as long as we don't know what's overwhelming us there's this blank pressure pechon theke mane sayar moton ghure berachhe kintu tumi bujhte parch we are always scared of what we don't know ar amra jodi etai na bujhte pari je kisher jonno amader koshto hocche or what is the pressure that's feeding on us it will only grow bigger with time so i think what really helps is to narrow down what is the one thing or what are the two things that's actually the most difficult part of this entire process of in this entire difficult period of time that you're going through what is it that's making things difficult for you that's in your control because as uh, meg said before you don't have a control of things such as time circumstance or the society so you have to see the things that are in your control your actions that if there's anything that you can do to change your situation and really it's always something very small i'm not saying it's easy i'm not uh, patronizing anyone's difficulties out here but i think if we can understand that what is it that's making this diff- the situation difficult for us and what are the ways that we can over we can at least take a step to overcoming it like i as a person i like to visualize things so i write down everything that's a cause of concern that's that's making me anxious that's making me depressed i write it all down and i see it in front of my eyes and i be like can i be responsible for the way other people talk to me no but am i responsible for the way i behave with certain people yes and this is considering that social relationships are one of the things that that i feel is a roadblock in my life and i think another thing that's there is we often compare ourselves to other people and compare our journeys of hardships with other people so it might be that for me i feel that i'm going through this intense period of struggle and then a person in front of me seems to be getting everything i want except the struggle and that seems to push me further down the mountain that i've so difficultly climbed so far it's always important to remember that you only know your life and you only know what you're doing so yes maybe somebody else maybe somebody else got everything that you desired but maybe their journey of hardship is really different from yours maybe what you have they say right one man's bane is another man's boon i think that's the thing people really need to remember cuz when it comes with hardship it's a very individual experience 
as uh, Brishti said it very rightly, uh, we need to be aware in this situation as Akash was asking about the overwhelming situation. I guess there's a tendency and hardship that you try to get over it really fast. And that is what overwhelms you. So I guess in those situations, we need, we need some time for ourselves to sit down, as Brishti said, to just write it down. The reason behind the hardships. Is there something that I need to change? Is there something that is there something that where I am wrong? Or is just something that I'm powerless on? I cannot change those things. At times it gets difficult to accept the things. Once you start accepting the things, I guess this overwhelming thing will go, go out of the picture. It is only when you're gonna I'm going through a tough phase. That is what excites you. That is what bothers you. You cannot hold on to your patience. The tolerance level goes. So for me, at least this was the case. So that time you need to just calm down, give yourself a break and think, think, think. And once you have done with your thinking, then feel. If you put all the thinkings into work, what may happen. And if you feel it's all right, then act on those feelings. And just be positive in hardship, be positive. Even though you're unable to accept, the best way to accept any situation is just saying that I accept it. Even though inside you don't. But you keep saying others, this is not a problem, I can do it easily. And once you start saying it, somewhere you start believing in it. You start believe to become. So think positive, nothing is impossible. Indeed. And in fact, uh, for people who are going through a tough time and they might be thinking that how to build awareness, I would actually like to recommend some resources and some apps. This is something that Akash swears by, is to meditate and through Headspace. It's now on Netflix. I'm not, unfortunately, this episode is not sponsored by Headspace or Netflix. I'm doing this for free. Hopefully one day we can gain sponsorship. But yeah, uh, apps such as uh, Headspace and Calm, these are like guided meditations that help you build your awareness with your own physical and mental being, which I think is very important given that we are in the time of COVID. I think it's also important to acknowledge guys that in general, Akun Sharab, we're all isolated. So we're all with our, own mind, with our own minds. And as we know, an idle mind is a devil's workshop. So often realize that maybe keeping yourself a little bit busy, sleeping better, drinking water and eating healthier food, like just making little balances in your lifestyle can actually also help you handle your moods better. And you would be driven a little bit away from dark thoughts. So just keep on these little practices and see that whether or not you're feeling well. And nothing replaces a talk with a psychiatrist. So make sure that if you're, if you're still having persistent thoughts, to try and approach for help with a group of friends, with a support system or with your psychologist. That's a good suggestion though. And you can always leave us a comment as well. Maybe we can discuss on it. And then I was just thinking that uh, in this COVID period or in normal hardship, what we tend to do is lose more time. We don't understand the value of time. 
or the relationships. So it's very important to understand that uh, the time once gone won't come back. So it's very important to enjoy each moment. As, as I talk right now, I'm losing my time. So this is invaluable to me. So making the best use of time is very important. So don't waste time behind hardship and thinking about it. Try to spend time on thinking how to get out of it. I've just written a few lines, though I'm not a poet, I just like to say it. Over to Akash who has been sitting silent and Akash, are you even there? Are you existing, man? <laughs> well, the sky is still. <laughs> I'm not I'm not quoting or referencing any movies, just so you know. But I mean, with all the seriousness and uh, great poem, by the way, make great poem. And yes, those suggestions for Headspace, even though we're not sponsored, knock, knock, Headspace, you should definitely check us because it should be good. But in all primacy, this uh, poem and the links for all the apps and everything will be in the links in the description of this podcast. But no, more than that, I think hardship is a companion. Hardship is your friend. Hardship is your enemy. Hardship is something that we should keep intimately with us. Even though sometimes it can feel like a pain, like a real big pain. If we know how to really work with it and push past our discomfort, eventually and eventually we will get through past the tunnel and see the light on the other side. Wisely said, Akash. Any more description of hardship? And I thought you would be describing my future boyfriend because that is exactly the relationship you have with your partner. <laughs> but yeah, also make fantastic, fantastic poem. It rings true to its very last syllable. And that is a wrap, guys. If you're still with us on this podcast, a special award for you all. Thank you so much for listening to us. I hope you all gained some sense of comfort. Leave your thoughts in comments below. We would love to listen to your opinion. And we are not any kind of medical professionals. We are just three millennials who just give our own opinions and thoughts. If you do feel like you need any kind of consultation or therapy or anything, the links in the, will be in the description. So please do go and check it out. And there's always help out there. Because we know we had hardships, you have hardships, but you got this and we are with you. We'd like to hear from you what you guys had to say, because it's our first time that we start, tried something like this, trying a podcast where three brothers and sisters, we just try to share ourselves with the world. We don't know, but please let us know how you felt listening to us, uh, whether we are sense or we talked utter nonsense whatever it is, please do let us know. It will make us feel better. Maybe it will get us out of the hardship we are facing doing the first podcast. So let's take it in a positive way and look, I'm looking ahead to reading some comments from you and wish to see you soon again. Indeed. Thank you for listening to us. Stay tuned. Next episode, we are going to be talking about imposter syndrome. Ha, talk about light dinner table topics. See you next week. Goodbye.